0: All right, we are back in the studio today, and uh, as we were able to uh, announce this last week in the last couple days, our Reformation Boise Conference is finally scheduled. Russ, you want to give us a lowdown or a a summary of what's taken
1: place? Uh, It's September seventeenth and eighteenth, and it's back at Valley Shepherd um, Church on um, just south of Overland Road on Meridian. our speakers are Dr. Godfrey and Terry Johnson, Dr. Terry Johnson, um, and the topic is on, or the theme is Worship, and the, the title of it is Be Thou My Vision. We are super excited. Both of these men are um, frequent speakers, um, prolific authors, um, just highly respected and regarded in their fields. And, um just Really looking forward to being back together after a year hiatus. Yeah, it's gonna be really great.
0: Robert Godfrey, especially, um, you know, he took over kind of RC Sproul's post at Ligonier Ministries. Isn't he the president he's over the there right of the chairman? He's the chairman of Ligonier. Yeah. So these guys are like heavy hitters. I mean, this is gonna yeah. be a, he, an excellent conference. You know,
2: um, one of the nice things about RC Sproul was that he had, uh, you know, actually planned, you know, for. People to take over that ministry. In fact, uh, he it was always uh, Ligonier. It wasn't R.C. Sproul, and uh, he had brought on a number of what they called teaching fellows: Derek Thomas, Robert Godfrey, Al, Al Moeller, even uh, John Macarthur's in that mix. Uh, you know, in terms of speakers, so he's always had speakers at Ligonier, and some of these guys are continuing that ministry by um, preparing new
0: material for and uh, the conference continues to go on. Yep. Well, I am looking at the Reformation Boise website right now and registration is open and it's a free conference. Uh, the reason why it's free is because uh, there are several local churches here that that think that this material is so important for uh, Boise. And so there are churches that are sponsoring this event. Um, it's gonna be a great time. So go to the Reformation Boise uh, website, reformationboise.com and you can register. So. Today we're talking about conspiracy theories. <laughs> well, that would be a good topic on any grounds. Um actually actually we
2: were talking last uh, week about uh, the resurrection. Uh, we were going through biblical accounts of the, re- the resurrection and uh, you know there always there was a conspiracy that began early yeah. with reference to the resurrection because once the guards realized that Jesus had resurrected from the tomb, they went to uh, the chief priests and elders there, and they said, Well, just tell everybody that the disciples stole the body. Right. Which was, you know, obviously that begins the conspiracy
0: and an impossible one at that. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, um, yeah, and that's, I think that's at the end of Matthew, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, why is this uh, conspiracy theory that the disciples stole the body, why is that not viable?
2: I'll, I'll tell you this. Uh, one, one thing about that is, remember that they, they actually prevented that very thing. They, they, they went to Pilate and they said, if, if uh, you know, mm-hmm. you know they, they, they were concerned that uh, the body would disappear— if it's gone, uh, then uh, this would be worse than what they had before. Mm-hmm. So, so um, the tomb was sealed with a Roman seal. Uh, a guard is set about it of trained killers. Of train of train killers. So, I mean, the very fact that the um, that the there was a resurrection. The the guards go to the chief priests. The chief priests say, well, "We'll make it right with Pilate. Don't worry about him." Mm-hmm. And that's where the conspiracy begins. Right now, there are several things that you know we can we can talk about. Some of the other things that are contradicted in that whole theory. Yeah, it's just unthinkable. Yeah, it's unthinkable. What could have made the disciples act that way and conspire that Jesus rose from the dead? You know, here you talk about twelve men who were frightened. Uh, you know, when when Jesus was taken in the garden, they scatter. Only uh, the Apostle John is at the at the cross with a uh, few of uh, the women followers, Mary, the mother of Jesus. You know, so you've got twelve frightened men taking on all authority and power
0: in Jerusalem. There, our hearts are fickle and subject yeah. to change. Well, and what would they have? What would they have gained from stealing the body? I mean. If Jesus is dead, which they all believed
1: he was, what could you gain yeah. by stealing the body? I mean, you could steal the body to um, just save faith, faith, that you've followed this man, he's made claims, and but the problem is it's not going to be sustainable, that that, that is not enough to conti- continue on the lie, um, because the benefit's not going to outweigh... Um, the consequence that's going to be in, in, involved with it
2: it's you? an unadvantage uh, unadvantageous <laughs> lie you know the, people don't uh, maintain a lie if it doesn't contribute to some kind of perceived advantage mm-hmm. and there's no co- advantage for the quote unquote conspirator the disciple in in this lie there's no motive no perks no self uh, advantage it brings hatred it brings scorn it brings persecution excommunication imprisonment torture uh, exile crucifixion and other ho- horrendous deaths you know when you think about i mean the the tradition on the disciples uh, you know the the apostles here is that uh, the only one that actually died uh, of old age would have been the apostle John, mm-hmm. and he would, he did it in exile. Yeah. You know, he was exiled to the Isle of Patmos, you know, where as the others, you know, history would say that some of them were boiled alive. Some of them were roasted, beheaded, disemboweled and fed to lions. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, this is the testimony
0: of those that, uh, proclaim the resurrection. Yeah, that's right. Well, uh, Chuck Colson, um, during the Watergate scandal, that conspiracy, uh, According to history, only only lasted less than twenty four hours amongst the most powerful men and in, in Washington. And here you have all these fishermen and and tax collectors and and just blue collar workers. And to think that they would hold this lie up is is pretty unthinkable.
2: And and one of the things, go ahead. Russ, no, you're I fine. Say, you're fine. I, I was going to say one of the things is this would have been the the easiest thing to refute, which would have been to produce the body. Yeah. Uh, if there if there was one, yeah. I mean, you don't you don't pack out um a, a, by a body that's uh, been in the grave 3 days and and just simply you know escape with it and uh, and so there were other theories ab- about this but you know if it was a lie a corpse would have been produced by the authorities it, you know the authorities don't even attempt they don't make an attempt um, to to uh, give a believable explanation how anybody could have stole that body Mm -hmm. how could they you know even even the women as they went to the tomb that day uh, were wondering how they were going to access it because they had seen it sealed and if you think about the 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 stone that was placed in the before the the tomb it was it wouldn't roll into place it wouldn't necessarily be easily removed mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, you know the, the very weight and force of the of it would have rolled it into place and uh, uh, some of you could get a picture of that if you if you looked up uh, a picture of the garden tomb uh, on the website you would see this massive um, stone yeah. milled stone that would cover the grave
0: yeah
1: yeah, at the end of the day, a conspiracy only works when you can control all the variables, and mm-hmm. um, in this scenario, I mean, the disciples are not controlling all the variables, um, and it really, um, as Jonathan was saying, if they were going to try to 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 do this as an elaborate scheme, um, you just have several things that would have to to be in place. I mean, you would you would need a longer amount of time. Um, this, the turnaround is way too quick. Um, you, you would have to actually go to someplace else. This would have to, to spring up in a remote location um, and build um, the necessary uh, groundswell in order to produce the longevity of, of it. Um, so you wouldn't do a conspiracy in a location that that could quickly um, produce evidence that, that what you're saying is false. So, Typically in history, this is just me thinking over the, the expanse of history that I've taught over the years. For conspiracy things to work, they have to develop in, in a remote secret place and get enough steam to then have the ability to withstand the threat to these ideas that have been created. Mm-hmm. Um, lies can work. Over time, we've seen that we we have religions that are based upon lies. So it can work, but it it wouldn't work in this way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is just not how conspiracies are created. Yeah, um, well, this and this, are sustained. This
2: yeah. this lie has to begin in the very city in which uh, Jesus was crucified, dead and buried. Yeah. it has to begin there, and it has to begin um, in among that in that same time frame among the same people. Um, and they could they could have exposed a fraud if there was one taking place. They they couldn't expose the fraud, and they they could they could make denials about the resurrection, but yeah. they couldn't expose that this was a fraud. It was the yeah. that the
0: empty tomb pointed to.
2: A body that wasn't there.
0: You know, C.S. Lewis in his, his book, uh, I think it was Mere Christianity, he made the argument about Jesus being Lord, Lunatic, or Liar. And the reason why he made that argument is because, you know, there were liberals who tried to pass Jesus off as, as being a good man, but but not ultimately God. The same argument works here for Scripture regarding the resurrection. Look, there's only three options when we're looking at Scripture. Scripture is either divine as it says it is, or it's a delusion, or it's demonic. But the idea that it's just simply a good book is, is nonsense. If the resurrection is false, then the Bible is not divine. It's not good. At best, it's a delusion. And at worst, it's demonic. So you have to throw out the whole scripture
1: because this is the repeated testimony of scripture. Mm-hmm. And Paul even makes that very explicit statement in 1 Corinthians 15, that if the resurrection isn't true, then we are a people most pitied. Yeah. We're a people without hope. Our entire faith rests upon the resurrection. Um, it's interesting. I've been preaching through the book of Acts, and at the end of the book, Paul is on, on trial time and time again. And the heartbeat of the trials, the underlying theme of the trials, is, always breaks down to he's been accused of lots of things. But the essence of the, the accusations is he believes in the resurrection. That's it, why he's on trial because he believes in the resurrection.
2: Yeah, and you, as you pointed out, this is the theme of the New Testament over 104 times in the New Testament. It, it points to the the resurrection of Jesus. That's right. Yep. Yeah, you know, I mean, this is the foundation.
0: If we have a dead Savior, we have no Savior. We have no Savior. There at all. is no Christianity, and and I think I think even in First Corinthians fifteen, as you mentioned, we're actually calling God a liar, um, and our fa- our faith is in vain. And so this is this is this is the very core of of the foundation of Christianity. Well, you've been listening to Gospel for Life. Um, If you want to get caught up in any of our past broadcasts, just subscribe to The Gospel for Life. Remember to check out uh, the details on the conference coming up, ReformationBoise.com. It is September 17th and 18th. September 17th and 18th. That's a Friday night and a Saturday. It's going to be an an excellent event. Go check it out. ReformationBoise.com.